This is the world in 10 from the Times of London on Monday, the 28th of November. I'm Nkambi Fejika. And I'm Cara Bentley. Protests continue in China as people tire of coronavirus lockdown restrictions. And Malala Yousafzai says girls in Afghanistan must not be forgotten. When there are so many limits to your movement and your opportunities, education acts as a source of empowerment. Schools are a place of safety. We start with the latest from the protests in China. Demonstrators took to the streets on Sunday against President Xi Jinping's zero-COVID strategy, which shook the country from Beijing to Shanghai. It's the most significant public display of defiance since the Tiananmen Square protests in 1989. For the first time in more than 30 years, student demonstrators flooded the grounds of two universities in Beijing, and crowds in Shanghai chanted down with the Chinese Communist Party and openly demanded President Xi's removal. Hundreds of protesters and police clashed in Shanghai, with many waving blank sheets of paper in a symbolic protest against censorship. And in Wuhan, where the global pandemic originated, people destroyed lockdown barriers. Rana Mitta is Professor of the History and Politics of Modern China at Oxford University. He told Times Radio about the significance of the protests. During the period, now just over 10 years, that Xi Jinping, the current president, has been in power, uh, demonstrations of this level of anger and visibility have simply not been seen anywhere in China. So this is something new. It's also notable that these don't seem to be organized from any central point. Social media is being used clearly to get people together. That's one thing that's also changed in China in the last few years. Uh, Social media is, of course, a, a big driver in its own right. But there doesn't appear to be one set of people or a little kind of tiny political grouping that's organizing this. This is spontaneous and coming from the grassroots. It shows how strong the anger at the continued lockdowns really is. And he said the World Cup in Qatar was making people in China think differently. Seeing all the ordinary fans who are being shown on the TV for the Qatar World Cup really has made social media explode. One phrase that's used over and over again is, is the World Cup on another planet? In other words, well, if the rest of the world is getting on with it, why can't we? Barriers have been put up in Shanghai and other cities in anticipation of more protests. The campaigner Malala Yousafzai has called on the UK government to be more bold in its support for Afghan women living under the Taliban, a hardline Islamist group who regained power a year ago. Malala, who was shot in 2012 by the Pakistani Taliban for supporting girls' education, accused world leaders at the weekend of going silent as she addressed the Action for Afghanistan rally opposite Downing Street on Sunday. Since Western troops largely withdrew from Afghanistan in the summer of 2021, leaving the Taliban to take control, women have been forced out of public life and the vast majority of girls at secondary school level have been prevented from returning to school. Speaking to Times Radio, Malala explained why she thought education was such a vital right to fight for. When there are so many limits to your movement and your opportunities, education acts as a source of empowerment. Schools are a place of safety. Schools are a place where you can actually um, go and learn the skills that can help you forward in your life uh, to earn for yourself, to stand on your own two feet, to actually even be aware of your rights. Because in many communities, women are not even uh, aware of the fact that they have equal rights, that they cannot be stopped from work. They cannot be told that they cannot be in school uh, and so many other things. So education is, is really that power. 
For women of working age, most female government employees have been told to stay at home, with the exception of those working in health and education. In the private sector, many women have been dismissed from high-level positions. Recently, the Taliban decreed that women should not leave their homes unless necessary, with many women not leaving home without a maram, or male chaperone. Illegal building has been blamed for adding to the destruction caused by a landslide on the Italian island of Ischia. Seven people died and four are still missing in the town of Casamicciola, Terme. Rescuers dug through mud up to six metres deep that swept down from a mountain during freak rains in the early hours of Saturday, toppling houses and propelling cars and rubble into the sea. As the government declared a state of emergency, the body of a five-year-old girl was found under her bed where she had sought refuge when her home was submerged by mud. Volunteers are continuing to clean up the island, which is located 19 miles from Naples. Felice Meo went to help the nuns at a Catholic children's home. The moment I had the feeling there was something wrong and therefore there was a danger to this building, Knowing where it's located, and therefore the path of the landslide could affect this building, I immediately took action. And I must say, it was right, because I've been working since yesterday morning and the results are already there. I called the people closest and dearest to me, and today they are here. They were here both yesterday and today. Experts blamed climate change for the rain, but politicians said the disaster was made worse by the number of houses built illegally in the path of the landslide. The island has been a popular holiday destination for celebrities, from film stars such as Elizabeth Taylor to politicians like former German Chancellor Angela Merkel. In Belgium, e-scooters and cars have been set on fire during chaos in the streets of Brussels following Belgium's 2-0 loss against Morocco in the World Cup. The streets were filled with people in masks and hoodies, flares were thrown, smoke filled the road and people kicked at an overturned car. Local resident Ebdelanadi spoke to reporters. It started at half-time. We don't know who started it. Who lit the fire, we don't know. Even us, we don't know. We're surprised, to be honest. Normally, once the match has been won, you have to celebrate it in the right way. But now, we don't understand. The mayor warned people on Twitter not to go to the city centre, and about 100 police officers with shields and face guards used tear gas and water cannons to disperse rioters responding to the game. Disturbances were also reported in Amsterdam and The Hague. The mayor added, those are not fans, they are rioters. Moroccan fans are there to celebrate. Let's have a look now at what's happening on the pitch at the World Cup. Here's Kane Reeves. 2014 World Cup winners Germany have kept alive their chances of reaching the last 16 of this year's tournament. It's full drug! It's 1-1! Spain won! Germany won! There's the lifeline! One all it finished against Spain. It's the first time Germany have failed to win their first two group matches at a World Cup. They must beat Costa Rica in their final group game and hope Spain avoid defeat to Japan to progress. Elsewhere, it's reported that Inter Miami are close to agreeing a deal with Lionel Messi. 
The Miami franchise, which is co-owned by David Beckham, expect Messi to move from PSG at the end of the European season. If a deal is completed, it will make the 35-year-old the highest-paid player in the history of the MLS. Cecilia Fjellhoy, who came to international prominence as one of the victims of the Tinder swindler on the hit Netflix series, is trying to find love once again. In the documentary, Ms. Fjellhoy revealed how she was conned out of £185,000 within around three months of her first date with a con man who called himself Simon Leviev. The show featured other victims of Leviev who spent just months in an Israeli prison on separate fraud charges. Not put up by the dating game, Miss Fjellhoy is not so much dipping her toe as diving back in. This time, however, she's not swiping right on Tinder, but taking part in Celebs Go Dating on UK television, which does exactly what it says on the tin. She says she can show the world a different side of herself. And finally, more than 2,000 salsa dancers in Venezuela gathered on Sunday to try to break a Guinness World Record for the world's largest salsa rueda, where couples dance in a large circle. Dancers from all over the country filled the capital city, Caracas's Sports National Institute Stadium, to perform in the largest ever Rueda de Casino dance. Luis Yamo, one of the organisers, said they wanted to bring the world record to Latin America, as it is currently held in Spain. It looks positive, as the last world record involved 1,291 people. And that's your World in 10 from the Times of London on Monday the 28th of November. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.